you need to take advantage of the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier 3-Pack. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those big, bulky air purifiers. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use discount code HOWIE. strap yourself in it's time for the howie car show just by by show of hands who here is willing to admit that the trump russia collusion hoax was indeed incorrectly reported by the mainstream media looks like the shoe is on the other foot <laughs> doesn't why would that be inappropriate i think it'd be inappropriate what's inappropriate is lying to the public well looks like the cows have come home to roost Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. There was some breaking... Don't go breaking my scale. ...campaign news. I'm suspending my campaign tonight for President of the United States. Actually, the bigger story wasn't the fact that he dropped out. Nobody cared too much about that. Stop! He's already dead! He had a hot mic, and he happened to say that she doesn't have what it takes. She'll be creamed in the, in the election. And, I mean, I know her very well, and I happen to believe that Chris Christie's right. That's one of the few things he's been right about, actually. And meatloaf was good. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242-844-500-4242. As you know, uh, we've been covering the story of uh, Aiden Kearney, a.k.a. Turtle Boy. He's the uh, blogger who's broken a lot of huge stories in uh, Massachusetts over the past few years, including on the, uh, on the state police and some uh, of the uh, corrupt uh, public officials, including elected officials in the city of Boston. And uh, he's gotten involved in a, uh, a, a murder case. Uh, Karen Reed is charged with uh, killing her, her boyfriend, a Boston police officer, John O'Keefe. And uh, yeah, Turtle Boy has been trying to uh, prove, uh, among, uh, along with the legal defense uh, that she has, that uh, she, she is not guilty of this murder and that there are other people involved. This is all involved in the town of Canton, the Norfolk County just south of the city of Boston. And uh, he's been fighting this, and the, the, uh, the, the Norfolk County District Attorney, a uh, fat Democrat named Michael Morrissey, has dragged him into court and accused him of witness intimidation. They appointed a special prosecutor, and uh, he, he, was, he was doing well in his, in his uh, court uh, cases. He, he had uh, just uh, had some, uh, some decisions uh, keeping him out of the town of Canton, basically overturned in uh, Superior Court. And uh, then, but then he was charged with uh, with assaulting a, a female acquaintance of his, and now he's he was locked up in the uh, Norfolk County House of Correction in Dedham, and he's been locked up for a while. And uh, he's been he, he, he's, he has his website is still going on tbdailynews.com tbdailynews.com, but it, it's not there, there's not as much stuff coming out now because he's he's in, incarcerated. And uh, he's he's incarcerated for supposedly a, a, for a couple more months. And we wanted to check in with his lawyer because we can't talk to Turtle Boy anymore. But we wanted to talk to his lawyer, Tim Bradle, to see how he's doing and, and what's happening. And uh, joining us now on the line is uh, Tim Bradle. He's uh, the lawyer for uh, Aiden Kearney, uh, a.k.a. Turtle Boy. He's handled a 
He's been a, a, a lawyer uh, practicing for uh, more than uh, 30 years. He spent 11 years in the uh, Suffolk County DA's office in the Homicide Unit. So he's got a, a, he's got a, a good background and a good reputation. Tim Bradle, thanks for being with us here on the Howie Carr Show. Howie, thanks so much for having me. It's a real pleasure. You know, between you and Turtle Boy, you guys are in a class by yourselves, standing up to corruption, hypocrisy, tyranny, you name it. And uh, it's a real pleasure to be here, really. What you're doing is so important in this state. Please don't move to Florida. <laughs> well, that's where I'm broadcasting from now. But I, I'm still, I'm, I'm still get, I'm still keeping my hands in the, uh, in the whatever it is in Massachusetts. It's not, it's not a pie, that's for sure. Yeah. Or it's a kind of pie I wouldn't want to eat. Sure. Let me put it that way. So, it, what's going on with, uh, what's going on with Turtle Boy? right now yeah he's in jail he's in jail howie jail is no fun uh he's tough as nails though you know he's gonna tough it out he was an eagle scout you know he could get by eating bugs and drinking rainwater if he had to and he will um ironically howie he could walk out of jail tomorrow if he just pled out to these charges which of course he never would but they're so paper thin the allegation which he absolutely denies is that in the course of trying to get his personal property back that this person stole from him, that, that he pushed her and she fell, she fell on the couch, seated on the couch, or she, or, she, or she bumped into the couch, depending on which story we're going to go with at any given time. And that, that's the allegation, and that, that constitutes domestic violence and witness intimidation. So as a, guy, as a guy with no record, he could plead out to this thing tomorrow and walk out of jail on a, on a continuance without a finding probably with a year probation or something. But of course, he'd never do that. Instead, he's locked up. They say 90 days. We say 60 days. Um, but in any event, we're going, we're going in, in for uh, relief soon to get him out altogether. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a uh, trap. Who, who do you go way. before? Do you go before this uh, woman who hates him, this Judge uh, Beverly Canone, or is it the, uh, is it the Superior Court who, where he seems to get a fairer shake? Yeah, you know, Howie, I got to say, Judge Canoni, I've I've had nothing but uh, good experiences with her, and I just I can't say, you know, from personal experience, what the heck's going on between her and the and the uh, Reed defense team. But uh, yeah, there's some strange uh, strange doings over there. Um, but we've, I don't want to show all my cards just yet. But we're looking at a couple different avenues of uh, appealing the uh, Dedham District Court determination revoking the bail. Uh, the district court judge revoked the superior court bail and, and gave him actually a personal recognizance on, on the district court bail. So it's a, it's a, the bail statutes in Massachusetts are extremely convoluted. Um, but we're looking at a couple different avenues to get in front of uh, uh, one or two choices here. I don't, again, I don't want to show all my cards just yet, but we're going to be appealing this thing uh, on First Amendment grounds. We're going we're gonna to take the whole enchilada. We got the district court case the district court restraining order, and the superior court travesty of 16 different indictments that should make every journalist in this uh, state get chills up their spine from, this, from, that, from that case, that's for sure. There aren't many journalists left, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> I you think know, you I, have, though. You know, a lot, a, a lot of the mainstream guys are, are, are doing a good job, though. Like Ted Daniels doing a good job with this thing, but you're right. There's too many apologists out there. There's too much of... Uh, too many people who are just like the loyal opposition, you know, just kind of biting around the heels to try to make it make it look good. But uh, there's so much more work to be done. There's so much more um, journalism to actually be practiced. And uh, you know, how soon? Like you, don't you how call s- it muckraking? 
Yeah, that's an old that's an old phrase like pinko that we were talking about earlier. But yeah, it's a, that's <laughs> that's what you say. What? How soon is 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 a Turtle Boy gonna? What's the best case scenario when he gets out, and what's the worst case scenario? So the best case scenario is we get him out in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, the the notion is that um, he's being held on a completely on a on a on a faulty foundation of completely unconstitutional charges. And if you look in Superior Court, and this is what I mean when I say the journalists should get a chill up their spine in this state and everywhere, because they are literally citing in the charging documents the same kind of, of language that you might hear on television when, when there's a teaser coming for like the 11 o'clock news, you know, when, when a reporter, you know, gets a bad guy in his driveway and chases him up the driveway and yells, right. yells at him 10 times, you know, did you, did you do it? Did you swindle the old lady or whatever it is? And that literally that very same conduct that would be in a teaser on television for a new show is stated now as a felony under the witness intimidation statute. Yeah. You can't the the same it. thing that the same thing that I used to do routinely when I was in TV news and that everybody in TV news did back in those days and still occasionally does. Exactly. And, and I, I when I was reading it, I just couldn't believe what I was reading. I mean, this witness intimidation statute is probably the most egregious example of legislative malpractice to come down in the last 50 years. I mean, the statute's a total abomination. It just it just flat out ignores the First Amendment. It ignores it. It, it ignores our state our state constitution, Article 16 of the Decla- Mass Declaration of Rights. That's our state analog to the First Amendment. It's a joke. It it it, it creates this super class of citizens called witnesses, who have immunity from scrutiny or criticism. It's crazy. It's a right. And, and we're, on we're the other end, and, and you know, the thing is, the, the district attorney has said there are no witnesses, basically. And and so now that now we have this group of people who've been suddenly uh, elevated to the status of witnesses, even though supposedly right. they didn't see anything. Right. 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 They want it both ways. They want to have it both ways. And, and the, the statute is just such a travesty. It, it, it makes it a felony if you threaten emotional or economic injury to a witness so if i'm being if i'm being sued or if i'm i'm the victim of false charges and i get mad and i and i i go on uh on the howie car show and i say that guy's lying about me i'm going to sue him into the stone age for his lies uh when you know if he's a witness against me in court i i just committed a felony i just committed witness intimidation i'm threatened to sue the guy and and if someone decides they're experiencing emotional injury all of a sudden, I'm a felon because I because I caused them emotional injury. Also, also offering a gift, an offer, or a promise of anything of value. If I buy somebody a cup of coffee, I'm committing a felony. If you mislead them, who's deciding what misleading means? Right. Although the SJC did narrow that one a little bit, thank goodness. And also, of course, whoever harasses a witness, and harassment has been uh, narrowed as well. But I predict that we're gonna we're gonna narrow this statute down to an appropriate level. Of only when you can, when only if you're if you threaten physical harm to person or property, or utter fighting words, that's the only thing that's going to constitute witness intimidation. When we get done with it, as it should. You know, be. he's in he's in these uh, this uh, jail, the uh, Norfolk County House of Correction. My understanding is most of these jails in Massachusetts, because of all the crazy uh, legal decisions and not prosecuting people for these jails are are half empty or two thirds empty. And and you got a guy who's a reporter who's in who's in this uh, is it, it's pretty much of an empty jail, isn't it? 
Yeah, the, the, I have to say though the uh, the sheriff over there and, and the deputy superintendents have been have been super. They've been right, fantastic. They they've been you know reaching out to us and you know keeping a close eye on him and you know they're almost too much. They they kind of need to give him a little more freedom and a little more uh, uh, leeway to get outside and and you know get some air. But uh, you no, know, but I'm just saying that. that you know I I live in Norfolk County when I'm up there and and it's not like it's a totally crime free environment but there's no criminals in the jail other than Turtle Boy apparently and a handful yeah, I, of others. Yeah, it's, it's pretty quiet. It's um it, it's just unbelievable that he's in there for 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 60 days we contend uh, for something that he could plead out to for probation and then the, the other framework is this completely unconstitutional set of statutes set of uh, indictments rather that, that are we're going to we're going to knock them over, over the green monster they're going away it just takes time to get everything into into the proper court and you know think the system does not move quickly and uh, every day sure. he's suffering irreparable harm you know you hear that from lawyers irreparable harm he's suffering irreparable, irreparable harm every day he can't practice journalism every day he can't practice his first amendment rights he's suffering irreparable harm and we don't have time to wait for the lawyers and the, and the courts to to get their act together, uh, we need to get some immediate emergency relief, and we're, we're we got to get our ducks in a row to do it. But we're almost there, and we're going to do it very soon. Tim Bradle, can you uh, can you hang on for another segment? Yeah, I'd love to, Howie. Okay, and we'll open the lines if people want to ask uh, Tim Bradle a question about what's going on with uh, Turtle Boy. 844-500-4242-508 says Turtle Boy should say he has COVID and petition for early release. Yeah. Some really bad thugs have done that, and some of them have actually gotten out into, at the uh, federal level. I think at the state level as well. That's a, that's a good point. But, of course, he's going to be held to a different standard. But we'll be right back with Tim Bradle. If you want to a- ask a question about what's going on with uh, Turtle Boy a- uh, Aiden Kearney, give us a call, 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Leave a message for the big guy. Call the chump line. 844-500-4242. Press 2 and leave your message. Then listen every weekday at 5 to catch the best messages of the day. One of them may be yours. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. I open, we opened up the phone lines, and they immediately filled up. Uh, Tim, can you stick around a little after the uh, bottom of the hour if we yeah, uh, need to? Okay, that's great. Uh, so, first of all, where could be, Turtle Boy is not making any money now off his site or, or next to nothing. So that And that's his main source of income, and uh, he's got to pay you. He's got all kinds of legal expenses, et cetera, his family. Uh, where, where do people go to contribute to uh, Turtle Boy's legal defense fund, uh, Tim Bradle? Yeah, how he's got a, he's got a give, send, go. Up and running. Everyone, uh, people are, are, are contributing there. Um, he's got a lot of backers, Howie. He's got a lot of people who are intelligent, educated, savvy, connected people that are backing him. Um, you know, I haven't really had to tap into my my, uh, my resources back at the firm. Uh, I've been getting inundated with his people wanting to do research, wanting to help out. Um, so it's been a good it's been a good run. He also has a nonprofit in New York called Good Counsel that um, I'm working with Elizabeth Dombrowski down there. She's an attorney who is focused on this First Amendment uh, civil aspect of this. Um, so there's a lot of resources and, and 
you know, in terms of funds, that's a different story, of course. That's the give, send, go. But the people are volunteering, and he's got an amazing following, you know, just like you do. And, you know, he's, he's standing up to the man, you know. That's why, every, that's why people like him. His methods can be abrasive, but he's got such a loyal following because, you know, he's, he stands up to the man. He stands up to the bully. He does what it's got to be so frustrating, do. though, to to wake up in the morning and you're in that cell and you, you can't yeah, you he, can't turn on the computer and you can't uh, you can't make your uh, your your thoughts and your reporting known to to the your readers and your listeners and yeah. your viewers. Yeah, his his people are getting inundated with tips, and you know we're trying to do do the right thing and get this information out there to to the real investigators that are that are out there. Um, you know, he's, he's standing up to the Norfolk County prosecutorial machine. You know, they, they don't fool around when they, you know, these, these suburban DAs and these suburban police units, mass state police units that are attached to these DAs offices, they are not used to being challenged. That was one of the first things I noticed when I, when I left the DA's office. And after, after a while, I, I started doing defense work and butt, butting heads with these suburban offices, man. Right. They are scary. I used to leave the courthouse looking over my shoulder, you know, wondering when am I going to get pulled over. Uh, you know, even to this day, whenever I butt heads over there, I'll look on my LinkedIn, and you know how you can see if someone looks you up? I can't tell yeah. you how many times I get looked up by a state police guy you, know, you don't I, know who I, it hey, is but look look at look at who came the you know you're right it's it's not just the norfolk county worcester county all those people that came out of baker's into baker's administration yeah. that got into trouble all the people from barnstable county who got into trouble later on you know it's yeah. it, you're right it's it's quite a mess it's quite a mess and go ahead it's hard to it's hard to stand up to these people you know when you're a family man you got a mortgage you got a law license you got kids to put through college you know uh, I've had colleagues that have been threatened with this witness intimidation statute. You know, ironically, the, the police and the DA's offices can sometimes use the witness intimidation statute to intimidate us. You try to talk to a complaining witness, yeah. you try to send your investigator out. Just th- that happened on Turtle Boy's case, Howie. I sent my investigator, Mark Chapetta, 30 years in the business, out to talk to this domestic complainant to see what was going on with the case just doing yeah. my job he's doing his job and i knew it was coming so i told him to go to bring a witness so we sent two investigators so there could be witnesses and sure enough even though these guys out there with 60 years experience they're not going to fool around they tried to talk to the gal and she didn't want to talk that's fine the next thing we know my guy's detained by some medfield beat detained cop. detained oh. read him his rights told him that he was going to get a summons for witness intimidation Wow, we're running we're running out of time for this segment. We got full lines. We'll get to all the calls in the in the next segment, and we'll do a poll question as well. Tim Bradle, Turtle Boys lawyer, is with us. If you want to uh, contribute to the defense fund, uh, GiveSendGo.com. That's where it is. We'll be right back with Tim Bradle, Turtle Boys lawyer. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242. Before we go back to Tim Bradle, the attorney for Turtle Boy, and we're going to take all your calls. we got full lines here since we opened them up. But I want to do the poll question. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Wellness Company. I got the flu. The mailroom manager got sick, and some of our staff and clients have had COVID. This is all in the last month. 
Be prepared and get your emergency medical kit from the Wellness Company today. To learn more, go to twc.health slash Howie. twc.health slash Howie. When you use code Howie, you save 10%. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can still vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is who was most responsible for the Patriots' success? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, or the referees? Brady. 63% say Brady, 26% say Coach Belichick. All right, 844-500-4242. So before we go to the calls, I want to ask Tim Bradle, did Turtle Boy do anything to this woman? He's charged with assault and battery. What what really happened that night? The That's the allegation, Howie, and, and by her own admission, she took his personal property, some, some papers that he had, and he wanted them back, and he asked her for them back. Her allegation is that he pushed her in, get, in trying to get him back, and she, she sat, sat down on the couch. She like got pushed onto the couch. That's the allegation that's locking him up uh, for, for months. And he absolutely denies it. We know for a fact he didn't do it. Um, he absolutely never touched her, and he's never touched a woman in his life, and he has no record. And uh, like I said, he could plead out tomorrow if he, if he wanted to just to get out of jail. And he won't do it. Um, He's had a relationship yeah, with this woman, though, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a uh, you know, a, a 209A relationship, as the DAs like to say. Uh, <laughs> Meaning restraining orders? No, 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 no. A 209A relationship, like a romantic dating oh, relationship. Oh, I see. That's okay. That, that's I, I think of it as a restraining order. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. and Well, she did. She sought a restraining order. And, you know, everything in this thing is just a raid against against Mr. Carney. They did the ex parte, which, as you know, is, you know, just a single hearing right. without the other side present. They did the ex parte restraining order hearing like an hour before Mr. Carney came before the court for his arraignment and his bail revocation hearing. So the, so the, the complainant and the police that are, that are propping her up and bringing her in had a full free shot to smear – Aiden in front of the judge right before our arraignment and our and our revocation hearing. I, I know it's I, I know it's like cho- really it's like looking cool. backwards now, but shouldn't he have been paying more attention? I mean, he had just won a big victory that day. I know he was he was on my show uh, that right. Friday night, and right. he and he was taking a victory lap. And then the next yep. day, I start reading these tweets that oh, Turtle Boy's in big trouble now. I mean, shouldn't he have just stayed away from her? Yeah, he should have, and he was told to. <laughs> but that's another story. Um, but, you know, we, we have to deal with it, and we're going to deal with it in all seriousness. It's a terrible situation. And, uh, you know, you're right. It was a big, big victory that Friday, and uh, Judge Krupp relieved them of any any restrictions whatsoever. And the whole case, really, we think is just brought to, to impose restrictions on them to keep them away from the Reed, uh, the Reed people. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got rid of those restrictions. And you, you think he's going to go commit domestic violence and res- restrict bail revocation, uh, risk bail revocation, you know, 24 hours later? Come on. It's ridiculous. The investigator showed up at at her house with a subpoena two hours after we got done on Friday, and the whole thing we contend was engineered to do just what it did. To provoke him into going over there, you mean? Yep. Yep. It's like a a moth to a flame. You know, hey, I got a grand jury subpoena, and— Come on over, and that's exactly what was uh, what was done. 
text messages saying come over. Is the is the retrial still going to begin in March? Do you think or not? Uh, okay, so just just to be clear, Howie, you know, I I know David Yanetti and I've spoken with Alan Jackson. Right, I I, I know you're not involved as a, but I'm yeah, just saying I, as I, as an observer. Yeah, let me just put on my talking head hat here. I don't have any inside information. I don't want to I don't want to say you know like that. But you right. know, as a as a pontificator, I would say that I don't think it's going to go to trial. I think there's just too much that just does not pass the smell test with this case. You know, um, the the phone, the dog, the 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 Google search, the Ford Edge, the the plow driver. It's just yeah. insane. The, the missing uh, the missing surveillance cameras, camera footage yeah, from yeah. the library. Yep, it's just too much. There's too much going on. It's not ready to get off the ground. You know, like getting a getting a murder trial going is like getting a 747 off the ground. And you know, sometimes there's stops and starts, and I can't imagine it happening. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen here, but. Something doesn't pass the smell test to me. I know the feds are investigating. You know, they, they're going to do a very thorough investigation, as people over there have told me. Well, and, the, uh, the people on social media, and I'm going to ask you this, too, as a pontificator but not as a lawyer uh, in the, involved in it, the pontificators on social media are saying that the grand jury that was impaneled, uh, that, was the, that was investigating this, has now been dismissed. Is that a, do you know if that's a fact or not? I don't, I don't know, Howie. I don't know. And, uh, you know, it could be, it could be a much ado about nothing, or it could be a, a hurricane that blasts through Norfolk County. I don't know what's going to happen here. Um, maybe, maybe they're ready to do something. I, I hope that whatever information they've gathered will distill over to the defense team. You know, like, I hope it's not a Trump laptop situation or a Hunter Biden laptop situation, <laughs> you know, where they sit on it. I don't right. think they will. Uh, those guys sound um, very um, cognizant of, of everything that's going on, and they're not going to let Karen Reed, you know, flap in the wind on this thing. I think if they have information, the defense team is going to have it before the trial date, and it's probably going to blow the thing up, either through a, uh, charges or a a continuance or it's just going to make the case unprosecutable yeah i mean they, they can't get cases when when they have witnesses to police being murdered they can't get a conviction in norfolk county i mean how are they going to get a conviction yeah. on this case yeah. it, there's so much uh i i've spoken to so many attorneys about it and everyone is saying that the reasonable doubt is just uh right boatloads of reasonable doubt here and uh you know, there's just nothing really in their favor that I can see. I just and, and just, you know, honestly, talk about prosecutorial overreach, Howie. How the heck do you indict this lady for for murder? I mean, what what is that all about? Even if you believe their account that this is a unfortunate incident, right? Of, you know, backing into the poor guy. Um, After drinking all night. Out of that? Right. It's just, I know. It's, just it's horrifying. It's like involuntary it's manslaughter or voluntary yeah. manslaughter, maybe. Yeah. Let's take a let's take yeah. a few calls with Tim uh, Bradle. He's the uh, lawyer for Aiden Kearney, aka Turtle Boy. And if you want to contribute to the fund, it's uh, givesendgo.com, givesendgo.com. Uh Peter, you're next with Howie Carr and Tim Bradle. Go ahead, Peter. Great, thanks. Yeah, I'm uh I'm DA Morrissey's neighbor out here in Squantum Mass. So um, my question to you, Tim, uh, thanks for, for doing this. Um, exactly, it's a two-part question. Um, I know that you had a lot of good information revealed during the 209A hearing um, last week, um, but what 
do you need to do in order to get Turtle Boy out? Do you have to go back to the district court first to get the, the domestic violence charges dropped and then go back to the superior court and have um, you know him released from from uh, the charges on, on bail by getting arrested? There's a couple avenues, Peter. Um, we're, we're sort of evaluating our options on that, which is the best one for my guy. We're not quite sure yet. We're, we're, we're researching a couple different things. But uh, there are a few different avenues in terms of uh, approaching the state Supreme Judicial Court. There's a couple vehicles that you have to use to get there, figuratively speaking. There's a 211-3 appeal. There's a, there's a two, Chapter 248 writ of habeas corpus. There's a bail appeal. Um, there's all sorts of things like that. However, um, a bail revocation, the thing that happened to Turtle Boy here, is the one thing that you can't use a bail appeal to, to get relief on. So there's a, the bail statutes are very convoluted. Um, we're, we're, we're assessing our options, whether we go to the SJC, whether we go to Superior Court on a writ of habeas corpus. We have all kinds of options. We're just trying to do the right one, uh, the, the one that's going to get him the quickest, best relief. But, you know, I've, I've had my own problems with the Massachusetts judicial system, uh, Tim. And, uh, you know, he, he can't expect to be treated fairly. Very few people can be expect to be treated fairly in this situation. I mean, what, is, what does Turtle Boy think about this? I mean, is he saying, yeah. get me the hell out of here as soon as possible, or, or is he he's, stoic? He's, you know what? How he's been terrific. He's stoic. He's trying to leave me alone. He's trying to, you know, I, I told one of the one of our paralegals, Courtney, the other day, I'm going to go in a hole and I'm not going to come out until he has a masterpiece for the for the appellate court, um, and we're going to write it up. Um, he's had a tough, tough shake in the trial court, you know. Um, yeah. But I I think that I was talking to a very experienced attorney today, and he he thinks that the SJC is a is a First Amendment court is is a they are strong on the First Amendment, and they're, they're not great on other stuff, but they're strong on the First Amendment. And I think they're going to really appreciate that he is suffering irreparable harm every single day. He can't practice journalism. He can't practice his First Amendment rights. Um, even in the restraining order, he was prohibited from disseminating uh, confidential documents and court documents, another insanely overbroad prior restraint, blatantly unconstitutional. We couldn't disseminate documents that any person could walk off the street and go into the Dedham clerk's office and access and disseminate anywhere they want. We couldn't disseminate them under this under this ridiculous provision in the restraining order. And so they were they were chilling. Too. They were chilling his sources when when they took when the state police took his phones away that day. I I got calls from a couple of people that had talked to me, and I'd pass their information on to Turtle Boy because I couldn't get the Herald uh, interested in it. And they were con- they were concerned. They were worried. They were they were terrified that and I, you know I hadn't I hadn't shared anything, but I mean this this had repercussions. It, it's going to have repercussions down the road. It's going to be harder for him to get uh, sources in the in the future because of this. Absolutely, they're destroying his livelihood. They took the tools of his trade. They still have them. Uh, they wouldn't give it. They wouldn't give us a copy of them back in district court. Um, we're going to revisit that very soon. Um, think of all the stories that Turtle Boy's done back back to the Turtle Boy Sports days when that was the name of the site. He has police sources. He has private sources, confidential right. sources in there. They, yeah, it, it, thank God we got the screening team uh, appointed in terms of you know the the DA's office. To their credit, I will give uh, the, the special DA credit on this one point. They did once I once I put the law in their lap anyway. They realize that they can't go through that phone um, 
until they get a screening team appointed to avoid any attorney-client privilege material, First Amendment journalist privilege material, and uh, they have to go through a, a taint team, a screening team for that, where a, a third-party mediator-type person, usually a retired judge, will go through the phone and keep from investigators all of these privileged materials. And, and think about this. I mean, think about the crimes that are committed on a daily basis in, in Massachusetts by, by people, you know, hit and runs, for instance. And, and they're just, uh, they, they're, they're brought into court and uh, they, they're let go on personal recognizance. And, and where, where people have been injured or could have been killed. And I'm just picking that as, a, as one example. And look, the, what, look what they're doing to Turtle Boy compared to somebody like that. It's a completely different playing field when it comes to Turtle Boy. They're giving him no quarter, and we got to fight for every little thing. Even when we, even when we got the uh, restriction lifted that he couldn't go into the courtroom for the Reed case, Judge Krupp spent 18 pages trashing him and his methods, saying he wasn't a real journalist. The last four pages, we got 75% of what we wanted, and the media was portraying it like we lost. And, and <laughs> you know... It, it, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to, to get to get a leg up. But we will. We're not going to give up. And he's certainly not going to give up. And, you know, Turtle Boy is going to be back. He's going to be out there. And I think he's going to be knocking on your door, Howie. He wants to be a, uh, a guest host for you one of these days. How about that? <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it works out. Uh, TB Daily News. You could dot com. You could read up on some of this stuff. And uh, we'll be back and let uh, Tim Bradle wrap it up here in just a moment. I'm sorry we haven't taken more calls, but there's just a lot of stuff to get to. And if you want to know more about the most recent developments, you can go to tbdailynews.com right now and uh, read the story. And they they. They lay out a lot of the stuff that the issues that we haven't gotten to here uh, involving the uh, the latest uh, problem that that got Turtle Boy locked up in uh, Dedham. All right, we'll be right back with Tim Bradle for uh, the end of the uh, segment, the end of the show tonight. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show returns after this. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. We don't have a lot of time left, and I'm sorry I haven't gotten to more callers, and we've still got some people hanging on, and I'll, I'll, I'll try to get to one or two more callers before the end of the, the segment, but I want to let uh, Tim Bradle, uh, Turtle Boy's lawyer, make any final points that he, li- he would like to get across and uh, where people can go to learn more about uh, Turtle Boy's case as he remains uh incarcerated uh, in the uh, Norfolk County House of Correction. Tim, go ahead. Thanks, Howie. So um, he's, on Facebook, he's on Facebook. He's on uh, uh, YouTube. You can't miss him. Uh, he, he's a, a master at getting the word out. His people are doing it right now while he's, uh, he's uh, otherwise uh, Indisposed. <laughs> Indisposed. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, you know, he's, he's buoyed by all your support, your support in particular, his, his uh, turtle riders. Everyone is patriots, and they, they've been working together with us. It's been really inspiring, and uh, we're going to get on the right side of this thing. We're going to get to the right court. We're going to get in front of the right judge, and we're going to get the right result. Uh, this is terrible. This could have happened to me in the past, and it could happen again. Exactly. I mean, it, it could have happened to anybody who tries to cross the man, for lack of a better yeah. term. 
Absolutely. I tell these journalists, you know, there's a pack of journalists outside of the court every time. I joke around with them. I say, you guys should put down those microphones and pick up a sign and protest what they're doing here because you're next. And they, and they have been next. Um, the, you, have you heard of the Canton Nine? It's the, it's the right. nine protesters, the Free Karen Reed people. They, uh, they were picketing peacefully in the town square of all places and, and in Canton, and they were all arrested or, or, and, or summons and charged with uh, picketing uh, in or near uh, the location of a witness. It, that's another insanely overbroad statute, uh, picketing in or near a building where a witness or a judge or juror works or may be found. It's, it's the most ridiculous this, statute. This whole witness uh, thing really bugs me. I mean, they, they kept saying there are no witnesses. There are no witnesses. Nobody yeah, saw this, yeah. right? And then all right, of a sudden, right. hey, he's intimidating witnesses. Right, exactly. They want it both ways. The statute's going we're gonna, to, we're going to cut that thing down to size. I, I guarantee it. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's got to go. And, and I remember I was a young lawyer when that statute was passed. And it's just, uh, I said to myself, wow, how is this going to work? You know, what, how can you not, you know, what if you threaten ec- economic harm or emotional injury or, you know, mislead someone, the cops get to decide if they've been misled. You know, you, you, you can't say to somebody, hey, I'll pay for your lawyer. You know, uh, it's just unbelievable. It's just it's, just, it's way too broad. We're going to rein it in. And I, I'm, I'm confident our SJC will do it. If we have to do this in Boston at the SJC or in Washington, D.C. at the Supreme Court, we will. We're not going to give up and we're not going to stop. Okay, you can go to givesendgo.com if you want to contribute and uh, read up on the case, tbdailynews.com. Sorry we couldn't get to more calls again. Tim Bradle, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. We'll have you on again. Best keep, uh, tell Turtle Boy we're with him. I'm Howie Carr.